0: Henshin Inspection presents, Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunoz.com GU for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. I'm talking about Ultraman Z, episode four, Robot Two, Activation Plan. It was originally aired July 11th, 2020, and the writer was, uh, Satoshi Suzuki. I don't know who the director was, because for some reason, uh, the sources that I'm looking at are not saying who directed these episodes of Ultraman Z. I find that a little bit strange, although I might need to look over in the tab. Maybe it's, uh, could have been Koichi Sakamoto, because I know he worked on the, uh, Ultrafight Galaxy, uh, not New Generation Heroes, although that could have been him. I'm... Um, talking about mainly the absolute conspiracy. So anyway, I'll have to double check that and hopefully by the next episode I'll have a uh, director dialed in if it's, it turns out that it's uh, that it's him. So anyway, uh, I liked this episode a lot. I'm calling this uh, analysis of it, or in this analysis of it, I, I came up with an idea of the episode or a, a quote for it, which is unexpected things. And that's from Bako talking to Yuka, talking about how she can use or he can use anybody. We can use unexpected things in our lives. Uh, and make them useful. Kind of, you know, making lemonade out of lemons and, uh, you know, making a, uh, a little barbecue grill after out of a heat panel from a, a kaiju or a kaiju fighting machine that you were working on that didn't quite work out for whatever reasons. And anyway, there were a couple more unexpected things. One of them, you know, this is big, big spoilers, I guess, going forward. I don't know the full context yet, but it feels like big spoilers. That the commander, Hebi, Hebi, whatever his name is, uh, who did the martial arts fight with, um, with Haruki in episode two, I think it was, and like, and you know, bent down and told him, uh, like, you gotta use more than just your eyes. You gotta, you rely on your other senses. Um, anyway, he turns out to be a more complex character than I first thought. So he was playing with this Rubik's Cube or Rubik's Cube knockoff type thing throughout the, you know, most of the episode when we saw him at, uh, in the office or whatever. And uh, at the end of the office, episode, he throws it away or, you know, cast it aside, seemingly, to me, in frustration, and he's like, oh, I'm bored. Or he doesn't say I'm bored. He's like, oh, I need a new toy. That's what he says. I need a new toy. And he looks at Ultraman Z, and uh, the the footage of him fighting the, this kaiju here, whose name escapes me, oh no, Telestan. Uh The footage of him fighting Teleston is like Brave Buster, or whatever it was called, and... Uh, or Beta Buster is that what he's called? Anyway, that's a, a funny name if it is. Anyway, uh, he looks at the picture of, or the video rather, of the two of them fighting, and you know, implying that his new toy will be Ultraman Z. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how a man, a simple man, can take on an Ultra or can control it or whatever. Uh, But then again, we do have this guy running around who I think worked for storage, but could have worked for somebody else, and he's, you know, the garbage collector man, and he's taking unexpected things, which is the detritus and the, uh, you know, body parts of Kaiju, and using them for negative things, making monster metal somehow. He has some sort of knockoff copy Z-trigger thing. Um and that I'm assuming is from the parasite thing that infected him, and that it probably had that from when, uh, the kaiju it was possessioning before, the shark dude, like space shark such and such, uh, had stolen the stuff from, from zero? <laughs> I think it was, that right, zero? Anyway, a little complicated, but basically, uh, it looks like the Z technology was, was copied, and like there's, you know, some sort of monster galaxy pocket dimension that's opened up and there's a monster galaxy, like, basically the, it's, you know, the Chinese knockoff version of this where they're able to take it and make bootleg uh, driver and bootleg power metals and those power metals can all do something different. So, when uh, Teleston had been taken down by Yuko fighting with her Lord Z, Yuko was piloting the uh, the new monster fighter, uh, which is called Windham, and, uh, which kind of looks like it is a, a chicken or, like I say, like a beak. And I, I think a chicken head, but it's a, a beak in its mouth, or as its mouth. Anyway, it's kind of interesting. But anyway, she, uh, Wyndham and, um, and Ultraman end up feeding... Uh, done. but then, uh, you know, the garbage guy comes along. I gotta find a name for him, but I kinda like the garbage guy, or, like, the scavenger. Like, that kind of appeal to it, because it feels, like, very scrappy, very, um, very much like making use of, of the garbage. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, that kind of thing. But anyway, um, he offers up a monster medal from some kaiju I don't know, uh, that they have files on, and, you know, ultra fans will know, and it gets, uh, a frill like a Diablosaurus, kind of. That's what it always makes me think of. Um... And it goes on to Teleston and it kind of powers up Teleston and it's got, uh, you know, new life, and then uh, Yuko has to go ahead and fight uh, a little harder, and she shows a lot of grit and determination in helping uh, Z to defeat this, you know, know, rebirth kaiju or whatever. And then the metal goes to... Somehow Z gets it, and it disappears, but then... Gosh, I thought there was something in the end about how uh, the scavenger had uh, gotten it back, but maybe there wasn't something about that. But anyway, like, it's just... I I really love that they tied all this thing, all of this to unexpected things, and and one of the unexpected things, too, was that uh, uh, Yuka, I find it very strange, Yuko and Yuka, anyway, that she had part of uh, one of the kaiju that they defeated his horn in the fridge for safekeeping. I guess she collects kaiju body parts, which is a fun quirk, um, to research, of course. That's all she wants them for. Anyway, and it it ended up... uh, heating up the uh <laughs> Haruki's pudding and anyway, she used that and leveraged that in order to power up the battery uh assembly or whatever, the powering up of uh of it's not Tori, something. That's that's what that's that's bird though. Um of Wyndham. Anyway, so then she ended up using that. So that was that was uh that was pretty cool. I like how they made this theme of like the unexpected things, the consequences or whatever. And it, it, it's true in the like the overarching story of Uh, this parasite inside of the scavenger and how he's, you know, using stuff. And um, then Hebe's an unexpected thing with this seemingly villainous turn, but I don't know. We'll have to see where it actually goes. But I find that all super cool, super interesting. And um, it was, this episode was a lot of fun. I mean, the kaiju was breathing fire. It was a faster kaiju than they expected. So it was like chasing them. And that was a lot of fun too. And uh, Sevenger's fight was cool. He got to use a rocket punch on the kaiju. And that was super neat, uh, Bako, the old, uh, maintenance guy, um, you know, who works, he's, like, the maintenance chief or whatever, him working with Yuka to get, um, not Sevenger, but Wyndham powered up, that was a fun scene, I liked all the guys in their, like, uh, protective goggles and, like, welding hoods and stuff because of the, uh, the brightness that was going to be put off by this thing, uh, it was a lot of fun, Sevenger looks cool, Uh, I mean, sorry, Sevenger, Wyndham looks cool, uh, I like how he's got like the jets all over his body so he can move more like an ultra. That was a lot of fun. And uh, at the end, he shoots out a bunch of rockets, which I noticed in in, um, the Ultra Fight Galaxy thing that I watched last, uh, Absolute Conspiracy, that some of the kaiju, like a few of them have like the same kind of repeating rockets that shoot off of like their back or sides or whatever and then go towards the enemy and they're kind of reusing that which is fine which is fine it's kind of fun but uh yeah that's uh, all i have to say i'm looking forward to the next one this was a lot of fun it was really enjoyable and i liked the uh, the theme of it and you know it was a little moral it wasn't uh you know pushing anything but it's just like hey you can make the best out of a bad situation you can always kind of if you're creative enough you can turn anything uh to your benefit which is pretty fun to think about so um that's all i have to say for now go ahead and check out mgmonuscom gu for the rest of my going ultra, my coverage of Ultraman Z and other ultra stuff. And, uh, I covered SSSS.Gridman as well as the Netflix Ultraman season one. And, um, yeah, uh, Gridman's airing right now on on Toonami. So you might want to check out my reviews. They're relevant again, and maybe I'll uh, share them around too, because like, like I said, they're relevant again. So anyway, until next time, folks take care. I leave you with peace and blessings. And I want you to remember that you don't need to shout Henshin to be a hero.